Welcome to another episode of Fluff Stuff. In this episode, we will be discussing personality disorders. That's all I have to say about that. Please enjoy the episode. Bye. Okay. Today, we're going to take a little trip back to our high school psychology class. <laughs> we're going to be talking about personality disorders. Did you take psych in high school? I did. Did you take any college psych courses? Uh, I took psychology my freshman yeah. year. Like the like the intro, whatever? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the 10 personality disorders today, um, kind of what they're traits are and we're also going to talk about some famous people that have these personality disorders i know we've done that in a lot of episodes but i really like to relate it back to people that we see in the media yeah that a lot of people are aware of because i just think it helps yeah i don't know why it helps my association yeah yeah so without further ado there are 10 personality disorders according to the dsm five or whatever number they're on right now. (laughs) If we're talking about a personality, let's talk about what that is before we get into this. So I read an article on psychiatry.org and they're saying your personality is a combination of your experiences, your environment, and your inherited traits. Mm. So if we're going to go to that nature versus nurture thing, this article is claiming that it's a combination. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to establish that. So when we talk about personality disorders, it's considered something that deviates from the norm, quote unquote. And so normal can be different based on different cultures. So Mm -hmm. these ones are associated with um, Western culture, I'm assuming, or possibly more specifically the United States. But I think at least just like kind of more Western culture. Yeah. So... So that's what we're going to be talking about today, and here is just a rundown of all 10 of them. And so once I say these, if you're not aware of what I'm talking about, you're you're going to be aware because you're going to remember these words from high school, I'm sure. Antisocial personality disorder, avoidant, borderline, dependent, histrionic, narcissistic, obsessive compulsive, paranoid, schizoid, and schizotypal. Oh, okay. Those are the 10. Those can be broken down into three categories. There are suspicious, emotional and impulsive, and anxious, which Mm -hmm. is not something that I remembered. But I think this helps a lot kind of put them in a smaller box, but not a super small box. Mm -hmm. So the suspicious personality disorders are the antisocial, paranoid, schizoid, and schizotypal personality disorders these ones if i had to rename them would be like the dangerous ones yeah quote unquote in my opinion um and we'll see why as we get into it so the emotional impulsive ones would be borderline histrionic borderline and histrionic (laughs) sorry i thought there were three (laughs) and then the anxious ones are avoidant dependent um and obsessive compulsive aka me (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if we can diagnose Cassidy with a personality mm. disorder by the end of this. Very good. <laughs> um, so that being said, personality disorders aren't really ever going to be diagnosed in someone unless they're at least 18 um, because it says that personalities are still developing up until age 18. But I think that that is still too early 
in my opinion. Yeah. Um, especially for men, honestly, because I feel like men are like just boys still. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like even when I think back to when I was 18, I was like, I probably had all of these personality disorders, mm-hmm. but I was so young. Like, I didn't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, don't they say that men, they don't fully mature until they're what, in their 40s or something? Yeah. They're like 30 or 40. Yeah. I think that like full frontal lobe development happens when you're like around the age of 25. Oh. I believe I'm pulling that out of my ass. I don't know 100%. But anyways, so that's just what this website says, personality, or was it? what did I say it was? (laughs) Psychiatry.org. If you had to guess, I'm just curious because I was way off, but if you had to guess, what percent of people in the U.S. do you think have at least one personality disorder? 99.9%. Really? Yeah. (laughs) It's nine. Nine percent. So you're telling me that the rest of them are just perfectly normal. They don't have any. Okay, absolutely not. But I'm saying either either not enough people have been tested for personality disorders, or there's just not as many as we think. Yeah, because I mean, if if I just think about my close circle of friends, all of us at least have one. Right. In yeah. my mind, I agree. But apparently. I think we're just being a little too, like me and you personally, are being just a little too laissez-faire with this di- these diagnoses. So, yeah, that's true. Um, and when we get into it more, it might make a little more sense about why it's kind of a little bit of a smaller pool of people than we think. But when I was thinking about like, oh, how many people probably have a personality disorder, I was thinking it was kind of more in like the 30 to 40% range. Mm. Not quite as much as you, but I still <laughs> thought it was going to be a lot more, but it's literally 9%. I said everybody. So being, yeah. So that being said, I think if somebody just has like one of these traits every once in a while when they're under stress, it doesn't necessarily consider them to be a personality disorder. It's probably just a quirk. Mm-hmm. So we'll just try to keep that in mind. But uh, at the same time, I still feel like I fit into a lot of these categories sometimes. <laughs> so... um That being said, of the 9% of adults with a personality disorder, um, some people have more than one personality disorder, which we'll see as we go through these. But there was a study done. The most common personality disorder is the obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, The next most common is narcissistic. And then the third most common is borderline, which Mm -hmm. I find interesting because in my research, there was a lot more about borderline personality disorder than any of them but it's only the third most common that's interesting so. i mean i don't i don't really know a whole lot about borderline um mm-hmm. so i'm interested to, to know to learn more about it because i don't know anything so yeah, yeah the weird thing is borderline personality disorder is the one that i feel like the most people that i know would fit into mm-hmm. okay you know what i mean which yeah. we'll get into it so yeah. <clears throat> anyways let's let's get into it because i keep saying we're going to <laughs> So we're going to go in alphabetical order. (laughs) Um, So the first one is antisocial. So someone with antisocial personality disorder will probably display a lot of patterns of violating the rights of others. So not really caring about um, how their actions would affect someone, um, things like that. They don't really follow social norms. They tend to lie a lot. They're very impulsive. Um, they end up in dangerous situations. They don't really think about the consequences, whether it's consequences to them, consequences to others. Um, they're pretty likely to have criminal records. 
Um, they, they have a hard time holding down a job because they're bored and impulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be pretty aggressive. They can get into fights really easily. Um, they definitely put their needs above the needs of others. They don't have empathy. They don't have guilt, etc. So based on those descriptions, it's pretty clear that it's going to most likely be associated with a criminal. So that being said, there are a lot of criminals <laughs> that have been diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Do you personally know anybody that you think fits into this category? No, um, not that I know of. And I feel like mm-hmm. like in my close person, like my friends and stuff, um, I, I probably wouldn't hang around those type of people. So not anybody right. that I know um, directly or any, I don't know anybody in my family that has it or anything like that. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one fits into that. If we go back to that suspicious mm-hmm. category, which was the one that I said sounds like the dangerous category. So let's talk about some people who have been officially diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. And this is according to a Wikipedia article. So <laughs> putting that out there, yeah. but they actually had this really good page that had a link to everybody that fit into like certain personality oh. disorders. So I found it really helpful. Yeah. So here are some well-known people with antisocial personality disorder. Um, the first one is Rodney Alcala. Have you heard of him? Mm-mm. Okay, so he's a serial killer. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is known as the dating game killer yes okay most people remember that so he was on this show called the dating game Mm -hmm. and he actually won which is super eerie and weird so you can actually watch the footage it's it's so eerie but he killed anywhere from eight to 130 people it's not really known it's bizarre if you don't know anything about rodney alcala i would definitely look up a podcast on him i think i heard about him on at least crime junkie if not also morbid but anyways just look him up he's insane Mm -hmm. um ted bundy also has antisocial personality disorder i'm assuming everybody knows him um ian brady is also a serial killer who killed children um he killed five kids and if you don't know anything about ian brady it was him and his girlfriend or wife myra henley um this took place in the uk in the 60s it's actually a fascinating case extremely disturbing but if you're interested morbid has i believe a three-part um episode series on them on their podcast i would highly recommend it was that the one where Um, they they buried all the kids in the yard yeah in the moors so like this kind of like marshland in the united kingdom is where they were buried and um some of the kids were found but there's at least one little boy who um ian brady up until his death refused to tell his parents where he was buried and it's just there's just so much land out there it's impossible to find him so that's that one's extremely messed up yeah um another is jeffrey dahmer everybody knows him the serial killer cannibal um john wayne gacy who's also known as the killer clown he's the one that killed like over 30 people and stuffed them into his crawl space um, in the 70s, Henry Lee Lucas uh, is also antisocial personality disorder. He killed 11 people, or he was convicted of killing 11 people, but he's the guy that the Confession Killer documentary was about on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that one? Um, I think I started it, but I don't think I finished it. So Henry Lee Lucas is this, like, serial confessioner. He'll he'll just confess to any crime. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's pretty strange. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very interesting psychology situation. So I highly recommend that documentary. Again, it's called The Confession Killer on Netflix. 
Um, Charles Manson also has antisocial personality disorder. He's actually not a serial killer. Everybody puts him in that category, but he's actually just a cult leader. Um, and then Dennis Rader is also antisocial personality disorder. Um, he is also known as BTK. Mm. He killed 10 people in um, Wichita, Kansas. Yes. Hate him. Anyways, <laughs> that is antisocial personality disorder. So that one to me is like the most like, ugh, yeah. Scary. Um, and like almost everybody in the on the list with antisocial personality disorder is a serial killer. However, I'm not saying that everybody with antisocial personality disorder will kill people, <laughs> yeah. but it is m- much more likely for them to have a criminal record again because of their um, distaste for social norms, and they also don't really care about the rights of others. Like I said, so. Mm-hmm. committing crimes isn't a big deal to them next is avoidant this is one of the anxious personality disorders um so people with avoidant personality disorder are usually pretty shy um they tend to feel really inadequate compared to others and they tend to compare themselves to others a lot they're very sensitive when people criticize them um they tend to avoid relationships because they're worried they won't be liked so they won't even try unless they know they'll be liked <laughs> cassidy's like <"Ugh." laughs> Who, me? (laughs) Um, They have a fear of rejection. They have a fear of being socially inept. They're very reluctant to try new activities because they're afraid they're going to embarrass themselves. Yeah. So Cassidy's over here nodding like this totally is me. And I can see how you could like pick pick some of these and be like, oh, I feel that way sometimes. But I think that people with avoidant personality disorder have these feelings to the point of like, it almost cripples them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I name these celebrities that have this personality disorder, you're going to disagree with me, but you know, it's to the point where it affects every single aspect of their life. Yeah. It's way more extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to the extreme. So like I could totally pick out and be like, um, yeah, like totally fear of rejection and, and stuff like that. But, um, so a few people that had avoidant personality disorder are Kim Basinger. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. That name sounds really familiar. It sounded so familiar. And I, I looked through the movies she was in. She was in a lot of movies like in the in the 80s. But she was married to Alec Baldwin at one time, which is maybe why I recognize her yeah, name. Yeah, probably. Um, she was also in 8 Mile. Oh. <laughs> which is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. She's an actress. Um, Michael Jackson actually uh, is said to have avoidant personality disorder. Yeah, I can see that. Which – Kind of makes sense. He was kind of a recluse, and um, it's said that he didn't really like public attention. Mm-hmm. And then Donny Osmond, which is really random. Oh. Um, yeah, so he stated in the year 2000 that he had avoided personality disorder, and it made him extremely scared of performing on stage, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Wow. And then it, I guess he was in a movie about his anxiety called Afraid of People, which I didn't even know. Mm. So anyways, that's Donny Osmond. So – yeah, avoidant personality disorder to me are just they're just scared of everything is what it sounds like to yeah. me. You know. So that would be pretty it'd be it'd be really difficult to like have a a functioning life and career, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you're so afraid of rejection that you're not even going to form relationships with people, like having a job, I feel like it could be really hard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. just like being criticized by your boss or like even constructive criticism. Mhm might be very like damaging to them yeah because like so, um, i just feel like <clears throat> like i i don't take criticism criticism well at all even like constructive criticism like my boss would be like yeah just you know next time do this and i'm just like okay 
okay. Like, <laughs> I just don't do well at it, but it's definitely not like it doesn't make me like cripple under under it and stuff. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, I mean, you can definitely you know feel that way to a degree and and you know have those feelings, but I feel like if it's not if it's not affecting every single minute of your life, you right. know, it might not be as as bad as others, I yeah. guess. But of course, there are extremely successful people that suffer from this personality mm-hmm. disorder, as we talked about. Yeah. So um, next, we have borderline personality disorder. This is the one that just has so many people listed. And I don't know if maybe it's just the more researched one or what. But mm-hmm. um, so borderline personality disorder is characterized as people who are typically unstable with their personal relationships. They suffer from really intense emotions across the board. They tend to have low self-esteem. They make impulsive decisions. They do have a fear of abandonment. They tend to have suicidal behavior or depression. They also could have anger issues. Um, They tend to feel kind of empty, like they don't really know who they are or what they want out of life, like they just don't have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, They also sometimes could be that kind of person that is – like, I'm sure you could think of somebody in your life that's like this, and this doesn't mean they have borderline personality disorder, but they're that person that's different depending on who they're with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Which, like, I feel like everybody's kind of like that to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you have those friends that don't really want to hear about your poop schedule, <laughs> but, like, your other friends that are like, hey, let's talk about our poop schedule. Yeah, You absolutely. know what I mean? And so, like, to a degree, but then I think these people, it's just a little more extreme. Like, they could kind of become a completely different person depending on their friend group yeah. that they're with at the time, it seems like. Um, they also tend to have um, a, a history of harmful behavior, anything from, like, an eating disorder, um, using drugs, or just, like, driving recklessly, um, self-harm, stuff like that. Um, they can also be – commonly suffer from dissociation episodes especially when they're stressed they just kind of like like dissociate um so that's the one that i feel like somebody could kind of pick apart and feel like they fit into or that they know somebody who does which a lot of people especially like you know um influential people and celebrities are very open about their diagnosis with bpd Mm -hmm. um the most recent one was pete davidson um from snl was kind of public about it, just trying to raise awareness and be like, I didn't even know I had this, but now that I know I can move forward with learning how to overcome it or learning how to deal with it or whatever, yeah. whatever his goals are with that. So, um, so that's pretty cool of him. I, I think it, um, you know, there's always been a mental health stigma, but I think more and more people are being open about it and it's normal and it, everybody has things they deal with and it's not bad. Yeah shouldn't be hidden necessarily because that just makes it more taboo. So anyways, Pete Davidson uh, is the first one on my list of celebrities with borderline personality disorder, also known as BPD. Um, Daryl Hammond is another person on SNL who suffers from BPD. Um, Two NFL players, Brandon Marshall and Ricky Williams, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, The bassist from Weezer, Mikey Welsh. I think he. I don't think he's the bassist anymore, but he <laughs> suffers from BPD. Um, it's it's speculated that Vincent Van Gogh had BPD, but mm-hmm. he is dead, so mm-hmm. we have not tested that. <laughs> it is also thought that Angelina Jolie might suffer from BPD, but I don't think that was confirmed either. Marilyn Monroe, um, which can be seen in her. It says um, 
they listed her sexual promiscuity as a reason for her having BPD, which I thought was interesting because that kind of fits more in the histrionic personality disorder. Yeah. But she was also known to have suicidal thoughts, substance abuse, and fear of abandonment, which I think they extrapolated from her multiple relationships, Mm -hmm. possibly. Rodney Alcala, who we mentioned earlier, also is considered to have BPD, as well as Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Luca Magnata, he's going to be coming up a lot in the next few personality disorders. For those who don't know, he is the main character in the new documentary. Oh, I guess it's not really new anymore. Um, The documentary Don't F*** With Cats on Netflix, which I extremely highly recommend. If that's the only one you watch out of all the ones that I mentioned today, then do that one. Mm -hmm. So I was just really interested in this, like I said, this Wikipedia article, and it had different listings of like different um, famous people with these personality disorders. So I was looking through, and this was not all of them. I just picked the ones that I recognized. Mm -hmm. There was quite a few. So they listed 65 people on the list of people with this borderline personality disorder. There were 65. 17 of them were murderers. Oh, that's 26% mm-hmm. of just the 65 that were listed on Wikipedia. Wow. Now, granted, I'm fully aware that being a murderer makes you more likely to be on Wikipedia in the first place. Yeah. But the other weird thing was that pretty much the rest of them were either comedians or artists. Yeah, that's interesting. Isn't that super weird? Yeah, very. <laughs> so I want to know more about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't have any conclusions from that. It's just (laughs) something I noticed. So you can speculate Mm -hmm. (laughs) why you think that is. But I just find that extremely fascinating because it seems like you're either a murderer or an artist slash comedian. (laughs) (laughs) So very, very strange. There's also some fictional characters that Wikipedia says have BPD. Oh. Which I'm like, excuse me, what? (laughs) And this first one is going to blow your mind. Elsa from Frozen. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Elsa can, from Frozen. I can see that. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. So low self-esteem, mm-hmm. intense emotions, yep. and stable personal relationships, ongoing feelings, feelings of emptiness, don't have a strong sense of what you want from, li- from life, dissociation in times of stress, conceal it, don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it show. I am like. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm beside myself about that. Wow. So BRB, I'm going to be diagnosing every single um, Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that one was just super shocking to me. Yeah. Um, the next one. Did you ever watch the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yes. Musical comedy. Um, they diagnosed Rebecca Bunch, the main character with BPD. Oh, Okay. I found that interesting as well. Um, I don't know if, if any of our listeners have watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Great show. Amazing show. Mm-hmm. Excellent writing. Super funny. Um, but yeah, she's considered happy PD. Um, Darth Vader. I could see that. <laughs> interesting. Yes, I'm on board with that. Um, Annie Wilkes, who I think comes up um, in another one, she played the main character in the movie Misery, uh, which was based off a Stephen King novel. Yes. Um, she was played by... Kathy Bates in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's the main character. Um, she's the one who kidnaps and tortures her favorite author for killing off her main character or her favorite yeah. character. Breaks his foot. In his novel. Yeah. So that one's super fascinating. So, yeah, I thought those were super interesting and I definitely want to 
learn more about borderline personality disorder because this whole murderer slash artist thing is just really freaking me out. Yeah, that's crazy. So next we have dependent personality disorder. This one I could also fit a lot of – I wouldn't say a lot of people in my life, but um, this is one of those ones that I feel like you could kind of put anybody into this box. So this people with dependent personality disorder tend to need feel the need to be taken care of. So with that comes the inability to make decisions without approval from others. Um, they tend to be super submissive and clingy. They feel really helpless when they're alone, like they almost like they can't even take care of themselves. They'll tend to agree to things. This is the kind of scary part. They'll tend to agree to things that they feel are wrong in order to avoid being alone or to avoid losing a relationship. Yeah. So like for example, let's say they're in a romantic relationship with somebody who wants them to, I don't know, Do start drugs. doing drugs. Yeah. yeah, start doing drugs or start doing – start seeing friends that they don't like that do drugs or whatever. They, they'd they be more likely to agree to do those things even if they're not comfortable with it, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary. So I can only find one celebrity with dependent personality disorder, and it was David Beckham. Weird. The soccer player? Yeah. Super weird. So they said it's because of his extra clinginess in relationships, which I didn't know. Apparently, he has really low self-esteem and inability to cope with situations on his own, which I don't know how they figured that out, but hmm. I thought that was weird. I never would have guessed. So yeah, that's um, dependent personality disorder, and that is uh, one of the anxious ones. When you were reading off all of the things, the one celebrity that popped in my mind that I thought I swore that you were going to say was Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm, Okay. So I don't know if that might have some similar characteristics. I don't know enough about bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. But that's interesting that you said that. Yeah. Because like, you know, did you ever watch her documentary on YouTube? Um, I don't think so. No, I didn't. So she talks Mm -hmm. a lot about not wanting to be alone um Mm -hmm. very like clingy to her relationships and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. everything that was the first person that i thought it was demi lovato yeah totally that makes sense yeah maybe um so the next one is histrionic personality disorder this is the one i find the most interesting Mm -hmm. i think because it's just it's just so far from myself (laughs) (laughs) that i'm just like what yeah well okay so of course some of the i mean i don't have like the the scary one mm-hmm. avoidant or whatever it was or no what was it antisocial yeah but anyways um so this one is characterized by people who have um excessive emotions just kind of like really high really low they're very attention seeking and approval seeking mm. um to the point well they were they will uh, a lot of the time use their physical appearance for attention so that um sexually provocative nature of marilyn monroe though they will kind of use their physical appearance to draw attention to themselves they tend to have really exaggerated emotions so not only like like high low emotions but they will like kind of up the volume on them as well Mm -hmm. and shift between emotions really quickly too um but basically they're just really uncomfortable unless they're the center of attention in the room people with personality or histrionic personality disorder would be anna nicole smith Mm. um, who could be considered pretty promiscuous which i don't like that word and i think it's archaic but she also um had drug abuse issues definitely craved attention she she definitely like 
the way she presented herself, she wanted people to look at her. She had the big hair. She just was a presence, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. But, you know, it is definitely a, a characteristic of hers or was. Um, a fictional character with histrionic personality disorder would be Harley Quinn, oh. which I find very interesting. I don't know that out of all of these, I would have put her in this category. But now that I think about it, I totally get it. Yeah. Diane Downs also is listed as having personal histrionic personality disorder. And for those who don't know her, she is the woman who killed her kids. She was like driving really late at night and killed her kids and then pulled over and shot herself in the arm and tried to convince the police that this strange man pulled over and shot her kids. And then she like went to trial and mm. turns out that she did it and she was crazy. That um, is like the weirdest case ever. Oh, my God. We need to cover that one because absolutely, um, yeah. So one of the one of the biggest like things that people remember about that case is the Duran Duran song, um, "Hungry Like the Wolf," I think is what it's called, because she said that that song was playing when her kids were killed. Well, one of them survived, I think. Mm-hmm. I think one of them survived, or wasn't killed. Inst- I don't remember exactly, but that song was playing, and they played it at the trial. And she started, like, bopping her head and, like, dancing. Like, she really enjoyed the song. And it was just really eerie. And that song affects me to this day because of that. And also, ah. there's this radio station we listen to at work at our at one of our locations where we can't use, like, Spotify like a normal person would. And so it plays, like, the same six songs all the time. And that is one of them. And every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate this. That, She's creepy. Yeah. The, the thing that I, like, remember the most about that case is when she was talking about talking about it and stuff. She's like, "Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't move my arm. <laughs> you know, like he. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. She's like laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like goes on TV. She goes on TV to reenact what happened, like with the car. Mm-hmm. And she's like giggling and laughing and making jokes with the uh, interviewer or whoever. Yeah. From the TV show. Yeah, it's eerie as hell. And she also tracked down this or like tricked this guy into getting her pregnant so that she was pregnant during the trial because she thought that it would give her sympathy wow you know because who's gonna who's gonna convict a pregnant woman you know oh she's insane yeah. anyways well, yeah we'll have to cover yeah, her because that's absolutely the thing. <laughs> um, luca magnata also fits into this which you can definitely yeah. definitely tell if you watch that documentary because he is very very vain mm-hmm. and yeah just insane jerry sandusky the Penn State pedophile mm. was on that list. Mm-hmm. And Louise Turpin, which is really weird. I don't know who that um, is. If you don't, if you don't know her, she's the woman, her and her husband imprisoned and tortured their 14 kids. Do you remember this case? This was like, I want to say it was like last year or the year before that, it, that they went to trial. It was her and her husband and they had 14 children and they were discovered – one of the kids finally escaped from their house and it turns out that they were like chaining them to their beds and never let them leave yep, for I like ever. Yeah, I remember Like their that. whole lives. Yep. Yeah, so that's weird that she's on this list because mm-hmm. – I don't know. I would, I need to do more research on that, on why she might be because I, I guess I don't know much about her in particular. Yeah. I had a hard time – I had a hard time reading about that case because it's extremely upsetting. Yes. Yeah, so – Anyways, that's histrionic personality disorder. A very interesting one to me, again, because it's so far from my own personality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, the next one is narcissistic. This is one that people um, definitely will put pretty much anyone into this box. Yeah. 
um, if they have even one of these, which I think narcissistic personality disorders are overdiagnosed <laughs> um, because I think it's uh, like kind of like we talked about earlier, just uh, much more severe than I think people imagine. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of narcissists out there. I'm not going to deny that. Um, it is one of the most common ones. So people with narcissistic personality disorder tend to have they need um, admiration from others. They want to be admired. They want to be, they want other people to think they're very important, but they, at the same time, they don't have much empathy for others. So they want to be idolized by others, but they don't, ha- they don't care about others' feelings or emotions or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think that they have a, what's called a grandiose sense of self-importance, mm. which is a very fancy phrase, mm-hmm. <laughs> a severe sense of entitlement for everything, you know? They're the one that should get the discount. They're the one that should be at the front of the line. Like, it doesn't matter why or who else is there. You know, it's just all those little things. It's always them. They're number one. They'll frequently take advantage of others without any care for their well-being, um, whether it's money or, you know, a place to stay. They're going to be the one that's like, hey, can I crash on your couch for a week and then stay for three months and don't care? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Um, just an overall lack of empathy. They tend to resent other people if they have success in something. They're very selfish, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Everybody kind of knows kind of knows the trademarks of a narcissist. Um, a couple celebrities with narcissistic personality disorder, um, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Obviously. Um, <laughs> this yeah, and of course he didn't he didn't um undergo a narcissistic personality disorder test in the 40s, but um he was diagnosed by Fritz Redlick, Redlick, um, an author. And his book is called Hitler, The Diagnosis of a Destructive Prophet, which sounds extremely interesting. Yeah. Yeah, So I think um, Fritz Redlich is a psychologist or a psychiatrist or something. I'm not sure. I didn't do a lot of research on him, but he wrote a book about it. Um, Ted Bundy and Rodney Rodney Alcala are also on this list. So again, a lot of people can actually end up having more than one personality disorder. And I couldn't find – I was interested if, if certain ones tend to go more hand in hand. You know what I mean? Like you're more likely to have these two together Mm -hmm. um, than two other ones, but I couldn't really find much on that. So I don't know. (laughs) I uh, dated a guy who was um, like clinically uh, diagnosed with narcissism. And uh, (gasps) okay, please go, please go for that (laughs) if you want. (laughs) I mean, as much as you're willing to share. Yeah. So long story short, I was with this guy um who happens to be a gemini so that's interesting um and yeah and um (laughs) i always kind of knew that he had like a little bit of narcissism but i wasn't really like you know like dead set on like oh you know he he's a a narcissist or whatever well his ex-girlfriend um that was talking to her and she actually dang it she actually was the one who uh told me i was like yeah he was uh diagnosed with um with narcissism and I was like what and she's like yeah uh, I always knew that he had it but I wasn't sure like that it was like clinically and then uh, he told me that he was like clinically uh, diagnosed with it and I was like oh okay and then like geez literally everything else like made complete sense and I mm-hmm. think like dating a narcissist person it has to be probably the hardest thing like to do because mm-hmm. at the end of the day mm-hmm. like your feelings really don't matter and you know it's it's really tough um and so yeah it's it's interesting because i'd never dated somebody like that but yeah it was it was it was a ride for sure yeah i well i've never i don't well 
I have suspicions that I dated a narcissist, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> it's one of those things, just from what I've heard, I, I've uh, there's a few uh, vloggers that I follow on YouTube that have had uh, situations with dating a narcissist, and, mm-hmm. and they're very good at what they do, and they're very good at um, – I think it's called love bombing is uh, a common character trait with narcissists. I might be wrong. I'm I'm just pulling this out of my butthole, but um, <laughs> they're very good at, at keeping you where they want you to serve their purposes by doing what they need to do to do that. But it's self-serving. So yep. it's sometimes really hard to tell that it that it is that way because it seems like they're doing it out of love because that's what you would do. Yep. But that's not how they operate. So yeah. Yeah, that can be extremely toxic. And I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that because that's horrible. That's okay. <laughs> but we learn a lot, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So next is obsessive compulsive personality disorder. And I just want to say on the on the get-go that this is not the same as obsessive compulsive disorder oh, or OCD. Okay. They are different, which I did not know either. Yeah. So – Obsessive compulsive disorder is the anxiety disorder that's okay. I'm not reading this from anything. I'm just, this is just from memory of psych classes and possibly my bachelor's in psychology. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, okay, I, I lied. I don't have a bachelor's in psychology. I was one class short, but I just say that I do because I, it's close enough. It. Close it was enough. literally one class, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to enroll in a whole other semester for one more class. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Obsessive compulsive disorder is an anxiety disorder associated with the need to um, do things a certain way um, with the ideation that something bad will happen if you don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to get on my soapbox about OCD because, first of all, I do not have OCD. And I get really annoyed when people are like, oh, my God, I'm so OCD. I have to have my closet organized by color yeah two different and i'm like ma'am yeah unless you think you have to have your closet organized by color or your whole family will die you do not have ocd yep so there's lots of great videos out there of people's day-to-day lives with ocd and how it affects them and i just wish everybody knew that it's not it doesn't have anything to do with you wanting your pins aligned a certain way on your desk yep that is anal retentiveness Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is not ocd they're different Anyways, that's all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> obsessive compulsive personality disorder is not related to the anxiety disorder of OCD. So obsessive compulsive personality disorder is has similar trademarks, though. Mm-hmm. So people with OCPD tend to be preoccupied with having things in a certain order or having things look perfect and be in control, which is a similar um, trait to obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, they also tend to be really focused on like scheduling or having things go a certain way. Um, they might get frustrated if things don't go according to their plan. They could also tend to overwork themselves, be kind of like a quote unquote workaholic, mm-hmm. um, not leaving little time for themselves. Um, they could also be really inflexible with their values. So we talked about um, in the dependent personality disorder, how they might agree to something, even if they dis- like they disagree with the the act itself mm-hmm. um, in order to feel appreciated or not lose a relationship. So this personality disorder would be the opposite. They are very inflexible when it comes to things they will and will not do. They tend to have really unrealistic standards, not only for themselves, but for others. 
Um, They tend to think their way is the best way, that they do it correctly, things like that. And they can tend to feel um, anxious if things aren't, quote unquote, perfect in their eyes. Yeah. So um, some people, some famous people that are considered to have obsessive compulsive personality disorder is Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And there was actually a magazine article that says that that was what made him so good at what he did. Yeah. Um, Dennis Rader, a.k.a. BTK, is also considered to have obsessive compulsive personality disorder. And from what I remember about his case is he was very, like, regimented in what he did um, and how he did things. Mm -hmm. And so he definitely had that, like, the unrealistic standards and preoccupation with, like, perfection and getting his, I guess, fantasy, like, exactly right. So there's that. And then um, another serial killer named Richard Speck. Um, He's one of the lesser known ones, but it's a pretty interesting case. He killed um, eight women in the 60s. Hmm. Um, But anyways, just interesting that a couple of serial killers are considered um, to have OCPD, kind of not exactly what I expected. So I just thought it was interesting. So I threw that in there. But again, if you want to do some more research on OCD, I highly recommend it because I think it's, I don't know. I think everybody just needs to really realize what it is (laughs) and not just say, oh my God, I totally have OCD. Yeah. Because it's actually kind of a debilitating disorder for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think um, making light of it by saying things offhand like that is just probably pretty annoying for people who actually do suffer suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. So I can almost say about that. Something that um, that I recently learned, and I don't know if this is true or not, but there is an OCD pen, uh, skin picking disorder that is – it's under because I thought that like because I'm a chewer I bite I pick my skin I chew on my cheeks and pick at my lips literally constantly and I always mm. thought it was anxiety but then I was watching mm. Colleen Ballinger and she has something uh, I can't remember what it's called and I but she picks at her skin to a point where like she just cries and it hurts so bad and like but she literally can't stop. So, uh, but she said that mm-hmm. it's listed under um, OCD or that her doctor said that it was yeah. OCD instead of like an anxiety thing. So I found that interesting. So I was like, mm-hmm. I think I just have anxiety, but that's interesting too, because like, I didn't know that that fell under OCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a couple um, the, of what you're talking about. I think the one you're talking about is dermatillomania. Yes. Or something like that. Yep. So skin. And then there's also similar ones um, where people pull hair and things um, things like that. Sometimes they'll even eat the hair, mm-hmm. um, which is actually pretty dangerous for their digestive system. But yeah. um, it is a form of OCD. I didn't do any research on this for this for me to say this. But so if I'm incorrect, I apologize. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so that tr- that um, trademark thing of obsessive compulsive disorder is the compulsion. So for everyone, that compulsion could be different. So for you, it's um, picking at your skin. For other people, it might be like that characteristic, like turning the lights on and off a certain number of times. Um, and a lot of the time, if you ever watch videos about people sharing their experience with OCD, you'll you'll hear them say like, oh, that didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Or, or that didn't sound right or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I remember watching one of this woman who she had multiple compulsions. And I think a lot of people with OCD do. But this this girl, I just remember from a documentary I watched, she had a compulsion with the K sound, like a K sound or a C sound in words. Mm-hmm. And if somebody else said 
a sound with the k sound or a word with that sound and it wasn't uh it didn't sound right to her she would have to say it herself until it sounded right oh interesting so for example yeah so for example if somebody said like cat but they didn't they didn't enunciate the k enough and it didn't sound right she would have to repeat it until it sounded right so it it really could manifest as so many different things yeah interesting including skin picking and hair pulling what what i find interesting about the skin picking stuff is the uh the lack of negative outcome Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And this is just something I would need to research more because I don't know much about it. But from what I've learned about with OCD is a lot of the time people have these compulsions because they think something bad will happen if they don't. Yeah. Not that's not to say that's the case always, but that's just something that I remember as being a part of OCD. So for example, if I don't um if I don't jiggle this doorknob six times until it feels right or whatever however many times or until it feels right or whatever their compulsion is then you know my mom will die Mm -hmm. or something like that it's it's very um unrealistic and not logical and they know that but you know it's just a compulsion so what's interesting to me about like the dermatillomania like you were talking about is that you know do you have that feeling of like oh if i don't do this then something bad will happen or is it just a compulsion just a compulsion yeah, so I find that interesting as well. So I there it's a it's a lot of things, and, yeah. and everybody's different. So that's definitely something that I need to research more because I don't. I honestly just don't know much about it. I've tried to research it because I honestly just because I was told so many times that I had OCD. Oh really? And I was just yes, um, by non professionals mm-hmm. mostly. You know, mostly just friends. Like, oh my god, you're so OCD. Just because I like things a certain way and I'm tidy. Yes, which is not OCD (laughs) at all. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have any feelings of anxiety about not being tidy. I just prefer it that way. And I call that anal retentiveness, right? which is a Freud, it's a Freudian term, but I, I think it more encompasses how how I feel about what I have. So anyways, just having been told many times that I had OCD, I decided to research it a lot and I, I know that I do not. Yeah. But it's just so overly used that it just is annoying to me. So anyways, Yeah. Not that it's bad to have OCD and I was not saying like, oh, there's no way I could have OCD. I'm just saying. Right. Um, I don't because I do not suffer from the anxiety part of it that a lot of people do. So anyways. Interesting. That's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Next is paranoid personality disorder. This one I find very interesting as well. Um, so people with paranoid personalities, it's pretty self-explanatory. They're paranoid. Mm-hmm. They tend to be very suspicious of others, thinking that they have ulterior motives. Like, for example, oh, this person only wants to be my friend because they want something from me. Right. Or blah, blah, blah. Not because they like me. They tend to think others are being mean or spiteful. Just, you know, any offhanded comment they might say, they could interpret as being you know, intentionally spiteful to them. Yeah. So they, they'll often assume people are intending to cause harm or intending to be deceitful when they're not. So they tend not to really confide in others about their thoughts or feelings or emotions because they just think everybody's, you know, either lying to them or hiding who they really are. Um, they have a really hard time relaxing. They have a high um, level of anxiety most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to find everyday situations to be dangerous because, you know, there, there could be a killer around the corner or it doesn't even right. have to be that dramatic. It could just be like, you know, I think my best friend actually only likes me because I have uh, 
country club membership or something. I don't know. You know, <laughs> they're using me or whatever. Right. Um, so they, they just have difficulty forming close relationships for that reason. Um, so in that Fritz Ridlick book, he also diagnosed Hitler as having paranoid personality disorder. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about Hitler. I mean, obviously I know Hitler, but like <laughs> – <laughs> I don't right. know much about his personality. So this book sounds really interesting to me. Yeah, it does. Will I ever read it? No, absolutely not. Probably not. I might read a synopsis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we only have two more here. And these last two are very interesting. And I think if I, I mean, I don't know shit, but I would think these would be the most rare because they seem to be the most extreme to mm. me. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah. So this one is schizoid personality disorder. I don't like the name of this one because it almost kind of sounds like a derogatory term for someone with schizophrenia. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you schizoid. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't love it. But that's that's the name of it. So we're mm-hmm. not going to use it in a derogatory term mm-hmm. or in a derogatory way. So people with schizoid personality disorder tend to be really detached um, socially and in their relationships. Um, They don't express very much emotion. Um, They don't really want to be close to anyone. They want to be alone. They don't really care about what others think. They don't really seek any praise from others. They're just really socially distant. Um, That's really all is said about it. And to me, it just sounds like it could be anyone with depression. Yeah. So this one kind of is an enigma to me. It just sounds like it sounds like when you're describing a person with this personality disorder that they would just be like a shell of a person. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I just find really extreme cuz like even the ones that are, you know, like the avoidant one, they do avoid a lot of situations. There was there was a an anxiety behind that, which to me shows not only like a will to live and to protect themselves from whatever they think is going to harm them, mm-hmm. but you know, it's something. Yeah. But this is just like a lack of anything. And it's just really eerie to me. Mm-hmm. But then when you, when I read these, these famous people with schizoid personality disorder, it just totally flips it on his head. So this one to me, just, I don't know. I need to do more research on it or something because it just seems like a lack of personality Yeah, from this description that I have. So anyways, with that being said, a couple fictional characters with schizoid personality disorder are Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Annie, Annie Wilkes again from Misery, the Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. And then some real people are Jeffrey Dahmer again. Um, John Hinckley Jr., who is the guy that tried to assassinate Ronald Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. Mm. Also, Lee Harvey Oswald, who was convicted of the assassination of JFK, but I think that the uh, Secret Service did it. But anyways, um, (laughs) and then Deborah Green, who I put on here because not only was this, is this the same name as one of my ex-boss's wife, which freaked me out, (laughs) but she is from... (laughs) Not the same person, but she is from Prairie Village, Kansas. Oh. And she was actually um, convicted of murdering three people. She set fire to her house, killing her two children. And, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think she actually killed her husband, but she was trying to kill him by poisoning his food with ricin. This happened down the street? (laughs) Yeah, in 1995. 
Isn't that crazy? I've never heard of her. Me either. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I put that in here because I didn't know about it. But I was like, what? Wow. So yeah, this one, So this personality disorder, I don't know if I just wasn't looking at the right websites, but it just seemed, I don't know. Yeah. It's an enigma to me. It sounded. It sounds like somebody who has extreme agoraphobia. Which, if people who don't know what agoraphobia mm. is, it means it means fear of leaving your house. Yeah. And so I yeah. was I was diagnosed with agoraphobia last year. Which now that I've been taking medication, I don't have it anymore. But um, what like reading all that stuff up, it just sounds like that if that person is like it's probably so hard. To have that one. I mean, out of all of them, uh-huh. I feel like that one, because it's like, it, it seems like that person wouldn't have any joy. They wouldn't have any, you know, nothing would make them like excited because mm-hmm. they just want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That was the thing that really threw me for a loop was the lack of emotion. Not even happy emotion, but there's no sad, no angry, yeah, it seems like. So, I don't know. I find that interesting based on the people that are said to have this person. I don't know. I need to do more research about it because I don't know. It's just weird. But, um, so if I find out more, I'll put it on our Instagram and we have a Facebook now. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Facebook. Yes. And I started a Twitter. I haven't twatted yet, but (laughs) tweeted yet, but I started one. (laughs) So if you want to find us anywhere, it's all going to be fluff stuff pod. Twatted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i always thought it should be called twatter because i think that's so much funnier i'm calling <laughs> i'm calling it twatter for the rest of my life okay do you ever have something where you you say it a different way in your head like if i when i see the word twitter i say twatter in my head always <laughs> yeah so sometimes that's just what comes out and the same another one for me is salsa because in my head, I always say slasa because I think that sounds way better <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I don't know why. So sometimes I accidentally say it out loud. Slasa. I know it's not. I know it's not correct, but I like to say slasa. It's slasa. Slasa. It's not slasa. It's like slasa. It. I love it. I just like it better. It just sounds better in my head. So, so twatter is one of them. Um, okay, here's the last one. <laughs> um well, because instead of tweet, you twat. I don't know. I just think it's way better. <laughs> you twat. <laughs> okay. Schizotypal personality disorder. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Schizotypal? 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 No I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So people with this personality disorder... Um, tend to be, again, really uncomfortable in close relationships, but they are characterized as having really um, distorted thinking, very eccentric behavior, a very odd belief system. They'll even have peculiar speech, like they'll talk mm. funny, mm. which is interesting, and they'll have very peculiar behavior. So people will see them and just be like, those people are freaking weird. Mm-hmm. And they're very, it's, it's very at the forefront of their personality. Um, But they also tend to have severe social anxiety. And a lot of them actually believe they have a sixth sense, like mind Mm. reading or something like that, which I find interesting, Mm -hmm. um, which kind of seems to go along with some sort of schizophrenia situation. So I think that's kind of why the the names sound similar. So a few people with uh, schizotypal personality disorder would be, again, Jeffrey Dahmer and John Hinckley Jr., who, again, was the man who attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan. 
And then um, also Albert Fish. Do you know about him? Mm -mm. He is um, also a murderer and a cannibal. He's the man who um, kidnapped a, a young girl from her home, I think, and then ate her and then um, wrote letters to her family um, explaining to them how good she tasted. What is this yeah. guy's name? <laughs> so, Albert Fish. This was in the uh, 60s. I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah. he's He was one of the very first serial killers I ever uh, read about. Yeah, he's gross. So, anyways, those two are very interesting to me. And those two are also both in the um, suspicious, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. category that we talked about earlier. So, anyways, if there's any that I want to do more research on, it's definitely schizoid personality disorder and obsessive compulsive personality disorder kind of in comparison with obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Because it seems like it seems like you could definitely have both. Mm-hmm. Or one or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just find it interesting. Yeah, me too. So what do you think? Do you think you have a personality disorder now? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you do either. No, I mean, I thought... I think you have mental health issues, but I don't think you have a personality disorder. I absolutely do have mental health issues, but... (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? Don't we all? Who does it in 2021? Please. I want you to name me one... I want you to name me one person who does not have a mental health issue. <laughs> I could not. Anyways, that is that about personality disorders. I will be linking all of my uh, sources in the show notes and on Facebook, not on Instagram because Instagram is not compatible with linking things, which is super annoying. <laughs> But whatever. That's why we have a Facebook page. We're also working on a website. Yes. So this is getting legit, you guys. Um, So follow us on all those places. Uh, Fluff Stuff Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and soon a website. Yes. (laughs) Okay. um, Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fluff Stuff. Please don't go diagnosing your friends and family with a personality disorder. Leave that to the professionals. We do hope you give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at FluffStuffPod, and we will see you in our next episode every Sunday, 2 p.m. Central Time.